In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. This is D. Orlando Ludbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution here with the latest episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. We're down in Mobile, Alabama, where the Senior Bowl is getting ready to be played on Saturday at 2.30 p.m. Eastern Time. We'll discuss that, talk with Coach Dan Quinn, uh, we'll discuss the tight end Jordan Akins, guards Isaiah Wynn and Colby Gassett, and Daryl Williams and Trey Matthews, two players that have interviewed with the Falcons, and we'll discuss what goes on in those interviews. But here at the Senior Bowl, Baker Mayfield arrived yesterday and quickly started trying to do his PR campaign that he's not really a jerk. He's not a bad guy who should be compared to Johnny Menzel despite his suspensions and planting the flag on the field at the Ohio State University and other transgressions. He wants us to just ignore those and take into account the good things he was able to do last season. Coach Quinn, we're going to put this on right away. It's four minutes, uh, but Coach Quinn is a little bumpy on the field in between the practices, little win, so bear with that. But we'll try to, um, you know, we still believe it's worth playing for y'all when you get to hear from the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons here on the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Orlando Lester here at the Senior Bowl with Coach Dan Quinn. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, the addition of Greg Knapp to the coaching staff and uh, what he sees here at the Senior Bowl so far. Coach, what is Coach Knapp going to bring to the uh, staff for Well, a couple of numbers. One, uh, one who's got real uh, experience, uh, not only coaching quarterbacks, you know, organizing, you know, an offensive game plan. And then also he's got, you know, experience in our system. You know, that's, uh, you know, to, to a certain degree, his time spent with Coop, both at Houston and at Denver. Uh, certainly there's a lot of language that would be uh, one and the same. So we're excited to add, you know, a man with this type of experience to the group. And uh, and then as we transition into here into the senior bowl, um, there's kind of a, a reset to the 18 because... Uh, likely somebody here will be on our team. <laughs> and uh, I think of that way at the you know, the combine. And uh, Although I don't want to be here seeing you this week, right, right. Uh, I'm going to make the best use of it. And uh, what we do is look at a number of guys. Not, not the whole, for me, I can't look at everybody here. Right, right. But because of the scouting staff and what they know, uh, I get a number of guys that I can really do. This practice, these are the four or five guys I want to leave walking away with an evaluation that I really feel strongly about. So there'll be some other guys that'll catch your eye, but when I leave after the you know the couple you know days of practice, I have a very good sense of those players and they recommend. Hey Dan, we'd really like you to you know, dig in on these guys. Was Casey? Was he got that jumped out factor here last year? You know what? We saw the tapes from here last year. The scouts were here. I didn't okay. come to this one last year, um, but it's, it's but it's time like this 
that you see the competitor. Uh-huh. And so, as you know how important that is to us, so it's moments like this, you say, what's his competitiveness? Uh-huh. And when you hear about him wanting to be the first in line, wanting to challenge everybody at receiver uh-huh. against guys, that means something. Uh-huh. And uh, so I'm looking for that here as well to say, when we see ball players really want to uh, put out in the very best way, uh, that's good. And sometimes for me, I haven't seen these okay. players on tape yet. Okay. And so uh, I want just a fresh look at them. And uh, sometimes that can be good too, where the scouts, they're on the tail end of the tape, so on that sophomores, juniors, their senior year, and then now this is the last time they'll see them play before they get into the you know the physical testing stuff but this is where the scouts are really on it because evaluating the players here that's where it is and uh i'm excited to see them you know how do you match up against different guys even when i'm watching one-on-ones they're matching up with okay i like to see this player on this player i wish i could go over some of the coaches here and say yeah uh, bill o'brien can i get these two guys together <laughs> yeah but uh you know it's been a good start to it um i like the enthusiasm of the group and uh you know overall there's, there's a number of guys I'm really trying to dig in on, uh, on both teams. And I know you be rather uh, packing your coat and boots, getting ready to go to Minnesota. But you, uh, do you have any thoughts on the game, uh, Philly against New England, or any breakdowns on sure. that game? Sure. I think um, one. I think uh, as you go through, you really have to. Earn. And so these teams have done that. They've earned the right to, you know, play for the championship. So I give credit to both of them throughout the year teams play better uh, at certain times, but as you know, uh, you better be playing your best uh, at the end of the year and into the playoffs, and, and these two teams are. Um, we played both of them, so I do have, you know, knowledge of both of them, and both of them are, uh, you know, well-coached, but they're different. Uh, the teams are, I would say, the commonality, um, you know, is that both of them are really, you know, good with the ball. They're in the plus on turn of Marshall. Like, that's going to be a factor in the game for sure. Uh, I I've been impressed, you know, in the run game, you know, by Philadelphia uh, in terms of their run defense and uh, the aggressiveness that they're playing with. Uh, and then on the other side, you know, with New England, they're very versatile. Okay. And when they Philly gets into the game, all the scouting they've done, uh, there'll be some new wrinkles on both sides. So we call those unscouted looks. And, uh, you know, as you get through and when you're playing New England, it may be one plan for one game and it looks a lot different for the next team. Uh, it's one of the strengths of their club. All right, Coach Dave. Yeah, that was Dan Quinn there. I hope the audio comes through for you. A little windy on the field, a couple bumpy spots, but still worthy of us getting out to you uh, in audio form here on the podcast. Third issue to discuss today, Jordan Akins, tight end from Central Florida. Young kid from Union Grove High in Atlanta. Started his career as a baseball player with the Texas Rangers. But now he uh, converted after three years of minor league ball. Came back to football. And he's a 25-year-old tight end here. Uh, turning some heads at the senior bowl. He's a pass catcher. Can get up the seam. And uh, a lot of people have uh, requested to see him here. So and we have a story up on uh, myajc.com about Jordan Akins, the fine tight end from Central Florida. Now, the Falcons were, when we saw Coach Quinn and Dimitrov, Thomas Dimitrov watching the practice yesterday, they were both down by the offensive and defensive linemen. And uh, Isaiah Wynn from 
The University of Georgia had a good day down there. He had to be impressive at 6'2 and 1 eighths, 308 pounds. And also, Kobe Gassett from Appalachian State, a kid from North Forsyth High and Coming, 6'4 and 3 eighths, 304 pounds. Uh, two guys to keep an eye on. And uh, earlier in the day, we interviewed a couple players. Well, Monday, I ran into Darrell Williams in the hallway at the hotel after he interviewed with two Falcon scouts. And uh, he's a friend of Duke Riley's. And he said, yeah, y'all got four or five of my LSU teammates up there. And then one of the uh, scouts from, from Buffalo told me that he was kind of a backup running back, very good special teams player. So it looks like a Brian Hill type of pick if uh, he comes off the board for the Falcons. Now they also interviewed Trey Matthews, the safety from Auburn who started his career at Georgia. Uh, he's from Noonan and Trey uh, you know, said he's got to show people that he can play man coverage and cover tight ends. He's a midweather field safety and uh, you know, with some range. So uh, the Falcons discussed a lot of things with him. They put him on the board. He said he felt his board work was solid and very strong uh, and that Kevin Steele put him in a lot of positions at Auburn uh, from playing in the box to covering the tight ends to playing the dime linebacker and uh, we know the Falcons like versatility and Trey said that's what he was going to try to show here down at the Senior Bowl. We also discussed his days at Georgia, and uh, I'll be writing a story today on Trey, and uh, we'll have that in there for you and how he feels about uh, what happened to him at Georgia and what he did to himself at Georgia and why he had to transfer to Auburn. But a fine, fine interview, mature young man nowadays, and uh, looks like he's going to get a shot at the NFL. So we're going to wrap up this episode of the Bowtie Chronicles from the Mobile Edition. Uh, Baker Mayfield. I don't know if he's, you know, I don't, I don't know about these quarterbacks. Uh, uh, Baker, Josh Allen, I'm not impressed with them. Sam Darnold, I like the UCLA kid's arm. Uh, you know, if you like a running quarterback, um, you know, Louisville's kid is out there, Lamar. Uh, you know, Coach Quinn talks about. Greg Knapp, uh, the Super Bowl and the Senior Bowl gives us a little analysis there of uh, of uh, the Patriots and new and the uh, Eagles. You know, having played both of them, UCF tight end Jordan Akins, and then Isaiah Wynn. I think we want to keep an eye on him and the Falcons here as things progress. They need some line help at 26. He could be there. He's a top 50 guy. Uh, he might not be there at 52. So you know, I don't know if they would reach that far or trade back but uh look look for yeah they they know they need some line help and uh, uh and some line depth and uh, a lot of that will center around how uh, if they got to renegotiate Andy Lavitre's deal uh you know and uh Wes Schweitzer can still they think you know he can he can get there didn't have as bad of a season as us fans thought uh, and, you know, Trey Matthews and Darrell Williams, a couple guys have already interviewed with the Falcons down here at the Senior Bowl. So take care. Get ready for the Super Bowl next week. We'll be uh, uh, doing the Bowtie Chronicles from Minneapolis next week for the Eagles and the Patriots in Super Bowl 52. Take care and have a great week. 
the AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC. Hip-hop is a product of black people. It's a product of black song and celebration. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution presents Hip-hop's most pulled elements are pulled from the South. A Southern hip-hop store. We always go back to that moment of the Source Awards. Everybody wants a rhythm, but they don't want your blues. The biggest names in hip-hop. Atlanta is still the mecca for hip-hop. 50 years. No one can deny. One film. The power of the South now. The South got something to say. Streaming now at AJC.com slash hip-hop.